You're listening to AvLib, our new library podcast. Each episode will focus on a different theme, love, murder, climate change, technology, and share some of our school's favorite reads and the books we can't keep on the shelves. No, really, where did those books go? AvLib is very loosely hosted by me, Ms. Peralta, but I'll try to leave most of the talking to each episode's special guests and you. That's right, if you want to hear your voice on this show, email me or leave me a message. All you need to do is tell me why you love a particular book and we'll share it. I'm here today recording from my living room. Like all of you, I'm at home and it's been 52 days since we were last at school together or longer, depending on when you listen to this. For the remainder of the school year, all of our episodes are going to follow one common theme. What are you reading while at home during this time? Are you reading to escape the monotony of our day-to-day lives at home with a fantasy series or say, some historical fiction? Or are you leaning into the current state of the world by reading dystopian or even pandemic stories? Are you using this time to pick up some knowledge you wouldn't otherwise have had time for? Or even to read a series that you never finished years ago? This week, I've got book recommendations from some of your favorite teachers. No need to write the titles down. All of the books are listed in the show notes. Just listen and enjoy. So hi, this is Michael Shore. I'm an upper grades mastery teacher at Avenues. And I recently read, and in fact, I'm still reading Made in America, an informal history of the English language in the United States, written by Bill Bryson. It's about, obviously, the American form of English, but it's also about how America has changed so much how it incorporated languages from around the world in Native America, and um, how social problems and immigration and um, inventions and political changes all get incorporated into the language. And so it reminds me of uh, three things from my childhood. The first is I grew up in New Jersey near a town called Hohokus, which I always just knew by the sound, and that was the town right next to us. Um, The second thing is that uh, my brother always wished that he could make up new words. And the third thing is that my grandfather, um, who was a native Yiddish speaker and came to the United States when he was a little kid, was always a real stickler for um, words being very, having very specific meanings and not changing. So uh, to go through these things, hohokus, I later found out is a Native American word. Um, My brother wanting to create his own words is actually very much in the American tradition. And this book is filled with thousands of words that were just invented in the United States. And my grandfather, who used to get very upset when we would say, oh, it's really hard to do that. He'd say, it's not hard, it's difficult. Um, 
All of these things really speak to why I'm interested in this book and why I think it's actually a really fun book. And that is that our language has evolved and is constantly evolving. And not only does it make things more interesting, but also so much of our history and um, and the various cultures that have come together in the United States, you can find them in the language. And um, there are just example after example after example in this. And, and one of the things that I particularly got very sensitized to was um, Native American words. Um, partly this was because uh, in New Mexico, where I lived for many years, there are all sorts of Native American words that got kind of evolved and twisted into um, Spanish in particular. Um, and recently they put up uh, overpasses over the highways and on the sides, they would write the name of the location in the Native American term. And so Tesuque, which was the Spanish version, became something like Tesuague. And I used to love hearing like, oh yeah, I can hear how a Spanish speaking person would hear that Native American word and think, oh, Tesuque. And I kind of morph it in my mind. Anyway, so um, this book is just filled with that sort of thing. Interesting tidbits about American history, um, our struggles, our triumphs, um, our cultures. And um, so uh, even though at times the book is a little hard to read, in fact, I do use it as a nighttime reading because it helps me fall asleep. Um, it is a fascinating book for anyone interested in American history and American language. Hi, this is Mike Schaefer, uh, one of the sixth grade teachers at Avenues. Uh, I would like to recommend, or one thing I've been reading, is the uh, Giver series by Lois Lowry. Uh, in sixth grade right now, we're reading The Giver, and a few students are reading other books in the series, uh, which has Gathering Blue and Messenger and the fourth book, Sun. Um, and I had never read Beyond the Giver before. I read it in sixth grade, and I've taught it a couple times, and I finally had the opportunity to read the rest of the series. And it's really interesting, because it's not just a sequel to The Giver, but instead a series of other stories that are nearby The Giver that eventually connect in, in sort of really interesting ways with the story of The Giver. So I would highly recommend it for anyone who likes the story of The Giver or dystopian uh, fiction in general, uh, but mostly because of how beautiful the writing of Lois Lowry is all the way through. Highly recommend it. Enjoy. Hi, this is Jordan Kravitz. I teach uh, 10th grade English at Avenues, um, as well as Advanced Humanities. I recently read Deacon King Kong by James McBride, um, which is set in 1969 uh, and concerns a cranky old church deacon known in the neighborhood, uh, the Brooklyn neighborhood, as Sport Coat. Um, and the book begins uh, with him pulling a 38 from his pocket, a gun, and in front of everybody shooting a the project's drug dealer at point-blank range. Um, recommend the book because it's funny uh, and full of voice and uh, a good 
distraction uh, for readers in this crazy time. Hi, this is Miss Lesinger. I'm a seventh grade English teacher at Avenues. I recently read the Shadow and Bone trilogy by Lee Bardugo, which is an amazing fantasy series. I would recommend it because not only is it full of exciting action and amazing characters, but it's actually a really fascinating thought experiment about good and evil and power and love and redemption. I got totally obsessed with it and I read I read all three books in about five days and I didn't get much sleep. I hope you enjoy it. Hey, how's it going? This is Mr. Richter, one of the eighth grade English teachers. And recently I have been reading The Long Walk by Stephen King. Uh, it's a book that Stephen King published in 1979 under one of his pseudonyms. And it's one of his works that not a lot of people read. But if you are into books like The Hunger Games or Maze Runner or any of these kind of dystopian books and you kind of want to see where some of this stuff came from, then I cannot uh, uh, emphasize this enough that you need to read The The Long Walk. It is such a cool book. It's really short and it's just got an awesome plot line that will kind of leave you speechless at the end. So Long Walk by Stephen King. Check it out. Thank you to Mr. Shore, Mr. Schaefer, Ms. Schlesinger, Mr. Richter, and Mr. Kravitz for sending in their recommendations. As for me, I recently finished the Caraval series because it came so highly recommended by so many of you. I instantly found myself whisked away into a magical land where anything was possible, but nothing was as it seemed. These three books are filled with mystery, romance, and a captivating plot that kept me turning the pages, even into the very late hours of the night. It was the perfect escape for me during these recent weeks. I loved it. If you're trying to figure out what to read next, consider the ideas shared in this episode, or Join our Avenues One Read. Middle grade students and teachers are listening to the audiobook of Who Done It, which is a murder mystery that unfolds over the course of many short story alibis written by authors you know and love, like John Green, Libba Bray, Lauren Miracle, Rebecca Stead, and more. Upper grade students and teachers are reading essays from The Moth Presents Occasional Magic, true stories that defy the impossible. There's still time to participate in either initiative. Just contact me for the details. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. That's our show.